dear ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of our podcast, Power On. My name is Christian Scheider and our today's topic is insulating liquids and DGA sensors. DGA stands for Dissolved Gas Analysis. Insulating liquid is in most power transformers and has four main areas what it can do. So all provides first dielectrical strength. So it acts as a dielectrical and as an insulating material. Second, all provides heat transfer from the winding to the outside to the coolers. All protects the solid insulation, so acts as a barrier between the paper and the damaging effects of oxygen and moisture. Third, all can be tested. And I'm happy to welcome my guest, Oliver Ritz, which is an expert in that specific area. Hi, Oliver. Hi, Christian. Thank you for having me here. Oliver, when was your first touch point with the topic insulating oil, DGA topics in the area of a power transformer? That's a good question because this is already pretty, pretty long time ago when I came first in touch with uh, insulating liquid and so on. Um, started with MR about 20 years ago. Um, yes, uh, the first thing what I got to know is that there is an onload tap changer, which is usually installed in a, in a regulated power transformer. And obviously also these onload tap changes are, um, immersed with a certain oil, insulating oil, um, exactly for the reasons what you just mentioned already. So, um, first of all, for insulation, for lubrication, which is a different to, to a transformer, but uh, as well for cooling. So um, this is the first time when I came along with this kind of liquids and also the first talks with customers over there or with, uh, let's say, different kind of persons which we were talking um, because most of them didn't even know um, how a tap changer looks like because where, where are we delivering a tap changer to as a transformer manufacturer? They are installing it and the first time they get in contact with these tap changers is when um, these tap changers need to be serviced serviced from their own service personnel or by any service contractor over there. And uh, one of the major points what you're doing as well during the um, the service um, of a tap changer is that you're um, replacing as well the insulation oil. And uh, in periodical cases as well, you need to measure the breakdown voltage as well from the from the insulation oil within the OTC in order to assure that the dielectric strength is always given, which is uh, foreseen in the manual of each individual tap changer. And so I came along from the OLTC to the transformer. And then, of course, once you're there and you're talking with different persons, the service manager, the asset manager over there, you come also in talks also in regard of the transformer and insulation liquid as well, which is in the transformer. Right. So the IEC specifications, uh, they they describe how to test the oil for a tap changer. And of course, there are also some standards to test the oil inside a transformer. If I understood that right, this is how you came along with this interesting topic uh, exactly because then this is this is the major point i mean it's like there are studies as well from secret which are saying that 45 percent um, of transformer failures um, might be caused um, due to the active part which is uh, which is in the transformer and um, as one of the major feature of the oil within the transformer is the purpose of insulating um, cooling and the protection as well um, for the cellulose paper so um, the point is the question is how to 
yeah, how to find out if, if there's an issue within the active part of the transformer. Um, and that is the reason why um, on a periodical cases, um, um, oil samples are taken from the transformer. Usually, and this is like it is done for plenty of years right now, is that once in a year, twice, depending on, on the allocation of the personal, depending on the time and on the criticality of the transformers, mm -hmm. asset managers are taking these oil samples taking them to the oil laboratory and there um, a further investigation analysis is going to be done. This is a regular procedure um, how asset managers and how the, let's say, the strategical um, asset management is allocated in order to assure a proper operation and a certain health condition of the transformer. Right. So I have then globally different standards depending on the transformer criticality and to the individual asset strategy. The oil sample is taken, sent to a laboratory. Mm -hmm. So I know then the condition of this transformer mm -hmm. when I took the oil sample. But what is in the, the meantime happening with this yeah. transformer when I would say I take it twice a year or once a year, then I have 364 days without knowing anything, I would assume, right? Or is there any option possibility what I can do? This is exactly the downturn of having this kind of periodical oil samples taking, which is a good thing on the one hand side. You have a certain trend which you know and which you can also document over there. But the uncertainty between the intervals when you take an oil sample, this is given. Um, I always compare this when I get asked uh, um, and then uh, I'm, I'm in touch and, and, and talking with different people. It's like, um, compare it like when you go to a doctor. You give a blood sample and based yeah. on the blood sample, the doctor will tell you about your iron value is like this, this value is like this. And then it will tell you the, the certain condition of your body. And you take it for granted in the next 364 days. Usually you're not going there and say, okay, I'm fit, I'm, everything is all right. And then after one year, you take the next blood sample and then, then he says, okay, look, there is an issue, but mm. we should have known this before, then we could have acted already. And that is exactly where we come into the issue and the challenges which asset managers have. On the one hand side, they know, okay, look, um, if I take it more often, the oil sample, then I have a better trend analysis. On the other right. side, they don't have the stuff, they don't have the personal, uh, the logistics, and it costs you also a lot of money. I have to go there, take the oil sample, exactly. send it to the lab. <clears throat> oh, okay, exactly. And, and one more reason is when you take the oil sample, it's not trivial that you just say, okay, look, I go there, drain the oil into any bottle over there, and then send it somewhere. I mean, you have to consider that taking the oil sample is a skill. That means um, when, when nowadays, when, when I see tenders from utilities, from, mm. from companies who would like to to make um, to take all samples of the transformer, they write clearly that uh, the people are supposed to be very experienced. They should have taken the oil samples of at least 1,000 transformers because you need to know exactly how you do it. Because the, the most critical point is at the time when you take the oil sample, Then um, um, about the, the, the temperature, when you uh, transport this then to the laboratory, you have to do it within a couple of days. I mean, these all have an effect. And therefore, um, they also come into a certain conflict. Say, okay, look, um, if I take it even more often, um, just offline over there, mm -hmm. um, then, then there's a risk higher. And isn't there another solution rather than taking the oil sample manually? But rather than saying, like, when we come back to the example of a human being, nowadays we are running around with these smartwatches and trying to supervise our health because, I mean, based on the measurements which we which we do at our wrist over there, we get an early alert if mm -hmm. something is happening. And then we say, okay, look, a similar, uh, let's say, solution is available. Um, instead of doing an oil sample once in a year, twice in a year, you're doing and installing an online DGA, which measures continuously. 
Ah, so a installer device, which is called a DGA sensor, <coughs> which mm -hmm. is then monitoring the condition of this individual transformer 365 days. Exactly. Okay. So that means you install it over there, and then depending on the extraction method, depending on the technology a little bit, it will measure four or five times a day, for example, um, the gas accumulation within the oil. And um, this is not a new trend. I mean, we started back a couple of years ago, 10, 15 years ago, when companies tried to adapt a laboratory into, let's say, a smaller housing, which you could install at the transformer. So they came up with technologies like on a DGA system with the gas chromatography technology or um, any other, let's say, optical method over there. But these devices are extremely expensive, are very sensitive. And um, I mean, you, you, you've been traveling around the world. You know, I mean, it's like when you when you look at the transformer over there, it's not like in a clean condition, like you're in a laboratory. I mean, right. it's like... Uh, if industry applications or it's outside installed, uh, if rain, hail, maybe sometimes, or even snow when it's somewhere in the northern or southern area in the world. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So and when you talk about a multi-gas sensor over there, which gives you the additional advantage of not only measuring the values, but also have a certain fault classification. Mm. But on the other side, the disadvantage is that you have consumables, you have a calibration gas, you have a... Um, and, and, so different and technologies, other now, with different this technologies. Gas, now, so exactly. if I use this, for example, now, then I always have capex costs or opex costs, now, depending, yeah. <clears throat> um, because I need then this carrier gas, for example. Yeah. And then I ask, okay, look, what is happening when you get an alert now? And mm -hmm. I would say the majority of the asset managers are telling me, look, yeah, when I get an alert, I go there, take the oil sample and give it to the laboratory. For a closer look, then I would have... For thought. a closer look, you right. have to measure the breakdown voltage. I mean, uh, you can do a forerun analysis. Mm. I mean, you can do uh, further, let's say, measurements and analysis uh, uh, in the laboratory, which you can't do at site. So I said, look, I mean, where is then the major advantage of having a high sophisticated device um, installed over there when you go there and take the sample as well? So... But what about the idea if you have only the, let's say, the two major gases right. analyzed, and if you get an alarm, you take the oil sample and give it to the laboratory? And which gases would that be, these two major gases? The two major gases are, in our perspective, the hydrogen and kohlen monoxide. Kohlen monoxide. Hydrogen in terms of any electrical faults mm -hmm. and kohlen monoxide in terms of any thermal faults. Any thermal faults. And yeah. additionally, um, which are most of the sensors as well providing are, uh, is the humidity. I mean, moisture, moisture. moisture in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the oil. Exactly. So where we are saying, okay, look, the, the, the philosophy right now, which is currently changing and the idea, instead of, let's say, we have a fleet of, of, of transformers aging, you would like to extend the lifetime of the transformer. You would like to implement a certain predictive maintenance strategy. Mm -hmm. um, for that, you need to know exactly the condition of the transformer. So rather than say, okay, look, one out of 100, I'm installing a multi-gas, extremely expensive system over there, saying, okay, look, I will equip the most critical and less critical transformers with a three-gas sensor. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I talk about a three-gas sensor, I mean two gases plus moisture. Plus moisture. But this is, I'd say, the typical, let's say, spelling when, when you talk with people, they say, okay, a three-gas sensor, which is then two gases, H2, CO, and moisture. And then you have a certain trend analysis because this is the major point, the advantages. That means when you're measuring now only once in a year or twice in a year and you take the oil sample, um, as you correctly said, you have a gap in between. Mm -hmm. And it's too late when you go there and you make the next sample and say, okay, look, if I would have known this issue already three months before, I could have acted and I could prevent it. 
um, any severe damage at the transformer. As you said with the doctor, ne? when you brought, exactly. brought the example with the doctor, yeah, next time you come earlier, ne? but yeah. how you ensured or how can you be aware yeah. of anything if you have no tool or a diagnostic method to, to close this gap? Look, I mean, the analogy uh, with, with, with human being is not that far because, I mean, that older we get, that, that more often we go to a doctor in order to have a checkup over there, Normally, which, is, yeah. which is typically, let's say, at least what, what, what I get recommended even, even from the company, which is say, okay, look, on a regular check over there just to know, okay, look, early enough if something is happening. Right. And the same thing is nowadays with asset managers. They look, I mean, it's like um, the, the we have a loss of experienced personnel nowadays. I mean, a lot of people are retiring. Young stuff is coming along. A lot of experts um, it's yeah, and, here and, and there. Yeah. And I have talk, I, I talked to, to a lot of asset managers and they were saying, look, I mean, it's like Transformer XYZ. They say, okay, look, this Transformer is in this condition. They have a bunch of um, folders behind them. They know the condition and everything. But nowadays, when you come over there, I mean, it's like, it's everything about digitalization. It's everything about automation. It's everything about um, to know the condition of each individual asset at any time. Mm. And there, any paperwork doesn't help me. So that means also, I mean, going into this direction to know the condition mm. and, and to be capable and, and able to access this knowledge at any time from anywhere is nowadays the, let's say, the requested um, solution from asset managers. This is where the industry is then moving currently, if yeah. I understand that correctly. Yeah. Plus, I I have a digital available, plus I know the condition. So I'm, I'm better <clears throat> informed about my individual asset that I have. Exactly. And along with that, it gives you the possibility to um, adjust your um, strategy. Um, you, you, you now have the possibility to do a predictive maintenance, mm -hmm. getting back from, let's say, a time-based maintenance or, a, let's say, a failure-based maintenance, which is also even nowadays in, in certain cases done. Mm. Um, so, But having now the knowledge about the actual condition of the transformers, and as I said, I mean, online DGA or, let's say, the um, analysis of the of the insulating oil is one of the key factors in order to um, make a statement about the quality, uh, let's say the condition of the active part in the transformer um, gives you the assurance to extend the lifetime, to work with higher loads without risking the transformer on the other mm -hmm. side, um, to live along with the higher energy demand, what we are all facing, um, to live with the volatility due to renewable energy. Um, so these are the challenges which asset managers are telling me are currently what they are currently facing and they are seeking for solutions. Mm -hmm. So the, the new technologies help, for example, to integrate solar, wind and also this, uh, these major challenges what the industry is currently facing to, I would say, as you mentioned as well, extend the lifetime of, mm -hmm. of existing transformers because on the other hand, they need also new transformers for the network to do this new demand from wind and solar. Okay, yeah. got that. You mentioned before different technologies. No? Um, how is such a DGA sensor working? Just roughly, Oliver. Roughly, I mean, it's like there are different technologies depending on depending on the system. So typically it's like that you have a sensor installed permanently over there. Either you have the sensor directly in the oil flow of the transformer. Mm -hmm. Some are working like with a pump where they are seeking out the oil, okay. then getting it into a chamber. They are extracting the oil, mm -hmm. then uh, extracting the gases from the oil. So, and then the gases are measured. This could be an optical measurement, for example, depending on the wavelength. Um, you know, what, what is the gas concentration within the oil? Um, so there are different methods over there. At the end, they all work to a certain extent. But as a, as an asset manager, you have to decide also what is the what is the main advantage for each individual. 
as I said, multiga sensors, they are good, they are, I mean, they are for long time in the field. Um, but I have but a higher investment. Then, you right? have a higher investment over there. And not only the um, capital expenses, what you have on the one hand side, but you have also operational expenses because they're all subject the to wears, they're all subject to consumables. And it comes to the point where I always get into the in, into discussion to, an, to, to a point where I say, okay, look, but at the end, you're taking an oil sample anyway. They said, yes, because I don't 100% rely on them. I might have a quick, let's say, failure uh, and, and, and root cause indication because um, uh, the failure of, uh, I, I can indicate, let's say, with a Duval triangle, for mm -hmm. example. But at the end, I'm giving you to the laboratory. And instead of now spending that much money on a multi-gas sensor, the idea and the philosophy right now is, is a bit of changing. Say, okay, look, I'd rather go for three-gas sensor having a trend analysis based on the major gas concentrations, mm. H2 and CO, and permanently measure. And if there's any indication of a possible fault, I will take an oil sample anyway and give it to the laboratory. So that, that there's also a major advantage. That means you save money and you can allocate and you can retrofit a larger number of transformers. And along with that, you have a safer and, and a more secure and more, let's say, um, condition and possibility of a predictive maintenance according to the data which you're measuring. You mentioned an interesting point. You mentioned the retrofit. So yeah. installing the device on an existing transformer, which was yeah. or is not equipped currently. Now. So this option is also existing for for the DGA sensor. Exactly. I mean, we always talk about, I mean, and our company as well as, I mean, as a, as a major supplier to transformer manufacturers, we're, we're talking about uh, new transformers, um, new specifications, uh, what is going to be the trend over there. But we have a huge fleet, which is already installed in the field. That means we talk about more than 1 million transformers, which are currently installed in the field around the world. Globally, yeah. Globally. And we have, a let's say, an average age of transformers, which is about 35 to 40 years old. I mean, it's like, if I remember back when I started uh, working at MR, I mean, we talked about an average expectation of a transformer lifetime is, is about 35 years. Nowadays, we talk about 50 years, 60 years, depending on the condition. And that is where um, asset managers currently are seeking for possible solutions, not only for, let's say, monitoring the uh, transformer, but rather as well any asset around the transformer. Let it be the bushing, let it mm. be the tap changer, let it be the transformer itself, and any asset around, is it cable box, is it anything. So by having the, the knowledge and, and based on a certain data which you seek from, from different sensors which are installed at the transformer, it will provide you the possibility to work With these kind of conditions, what asset managers are currently challenging. Interesting, because you mentioned pushing, monitoring, and, and all-level indicators when we start from the yeah. basics, which is on a, on a transformer, yeah. an all-level indicator, winding temperature, all-level temperature. Yeah. So we have already maybe not smart sensors, no? so conventional sensors are installed on a transformer. And there is a possibility now to, to add more things to monitor either a critical transformer closer or an already aged fleet to extend the lifetime, to adjust my asset strategy, or to collect data, which maybe helps me in the future to optimize my strategy also for the new transformers. Exactly, because this is the idea, and then let's say a lot of committees and uh, groups are currently... Exactly, you mentioned it exactly, as well. Known, yeah, yeah. Exactly, I mean, there are a lot of working groups right now working on, the, on these subjects over there, how um, the industry can support... Of, of providing intelligent sensors 
to that they are connected directly with the SCADA system. Because I mean, it's like nowadays um, you, you have the control center in order to um, um, responsible for the network over there. They have the clear knowledge about what, which transformer they can allocate and shift the load over there. But the, the, the asset managers, they're, they are lacking of this information. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, there are more and more solutions right now on the market to, to provide the, to those asset managers with digital sensors, sensors, which we can be directly, um, and are equipped with a certain communication protocol so that asset managers have a clear indication and a clear trend and a, and a knowledge about their uh, transformers, about the complete fleet at any time from anywhere. So we talk about, um, on the process level, uh, by equipping the transformer with different sensors, um, and DGA is one one of these sensors, and it's then transferred uh, with the protocol to the scalar system of the customer, right? Exactly, okay. exactly. So that he has the, the clear knowledge, and not only with the control station, but also for the asset manager who is at the end responsible for the asset, and mm. who has to make sure that these assets are running as long as possible and are capable of carrying as well higher loads um, during peak time when a certain energy demand is needed. And not risking anything. Now. When we think about these transformers, maybe in, in an area where a lot of people live, and then, of course, you should avoid explosions or any criticality, now, depending where the transformer is located. Now. Well, industry totally different. If you lose this, then you maybe lose the production. And when you come to the point of production, we, when, when we talk about the loss of a transformer, the one thing is to get a new transformers. And nowadays we know, I mean, energy demand is increasing over there. Transformer manufacturers, all their, their, their plants are full for the next two, three years. Um, so it's not that easy to just say, okay, look, I need a replacement. I mean, beside of the money which you have to invest. Mm-hmm. But um, when we talk about industrial customers, we talk about a production over there. I mean, the loss, the, the, the consequence loss over there, which you have. And I talk to different kind of steel plants over there. We mm-hmm. talk about 50, 60, $70,000 per hour, what they're losing. Then every single minute is really counting. So, and if you have a system and if you have a possibility and one of this, let's say, brick of, of a complete house over there to, to get a complete overview about the condition of your of your transformer is definitely the oil analysis with the support of an online DGA. You can have an early detection of a possible fault. You mm. can act on that. You can take certain measurements in order to prevent any damages on the transformer in advance. Risk reduction. So I have a better knowledge about my individual conditions. There are a lot of benefits. But I would assume that like the global footprint plays also now a an, an bigger role. I would have also the option, for example, now I take two ore samples per year or mm-hmm. four, no? mm-hmm. for example. I install the sensor. Would it then be possible that I reduce it to one and just act in case there would be any trending or a, a long coming? Um, as it is permanently installed over there, yeah. um, and this is that's a good question because when we are talking on a DGA, um, of course, I mean, there's some smart questions say, okay, look, I just take it over there and, and then bring it from one transformer to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that it is permanently installed. Permanently, over there, installed. permanently yeah, yeah, yeah. installed. So, and um, then you have three, four, five times a day, you have a certain measurement over there. So it and measures it, even more often per day as I would day. do it on my conventional way right, now. Definitely. Okay. It, it measures four, five times a day and it is even that much intelligent over there that, for example, if it measures a certain increase of a certain value over there, mm-hmm. um, it will then shorten the interval. That means you're not only then taking old sample every four hours for example you're mm-hmm. taking then every two hours in order to have a shorter let's say a period mm-hmm. of measuring in order to get a better trend over there and it's not only about the absolute values it's also about the values at the time that means if you in if you have a certain increase in a shorter time 
it will also give you, even if you don't reach the certain limit, okay. but if you have a sudden increase because of a certain issue at the transformer, you also get an alarm and you can act accordingly. Ah, okay. so it's not only trending. So if there is a, a peak in any of any gas, it doesn't matter which sensor yeah, is installed. Exactly. And then I get also an, an alarm or information about that. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's, and then, that's and then you can act on that. And when you combine this information now along with other measurements, what you're doing, you know mm. the load current of the transformer, you know the, the, the environmental um, uh, temperature over there, and you take all this into consideration because, I mean, a higher load could also cause a certain, um, um, uh, of uh, let's course, say, yeah. short increase over there. But having this all in consideration, you are then capable of making a decision based on the data which you have measured. Combining more information is also nice. So I have another tool in my diagnostic toolbox yes. to get a clearer picture about the individual condition. Oh, exactly. Do you, you said it already, you're more than 20 years with, mm. with us. Can you share any, any project or experience where the solution, the mm -hmm. DGA sensor, helped or prevented a catastrophic failure? There was a case when we started um, MR with the production as well of online GA sensors. And uh, I was working abroad and I was working along with, with a customer in the utility sector. His transformer fleet was already a certain mid-age, about 35, 38 mm. years old. And um, he was facing here and there the one or other issue. He was taking regular oil samples, but he said, okay, look, if I have an issue in between the oil samples, I mean, then it is too late because, I mean, I'm not having these kind of oil samples continuously over there. But he was also on the other side not willing to invest and because, I mean, there's a certain question of a budget yeah. for these extremely expensive multi-gas sensors. So he reached lifetime that you mentioned before 35 years. Exactly. And he wanted to extend it because, mm. I mean, the transformer itself, I mean, from what he could see, have been a Good certain condition. condition over there. Okay. So I said, okay, look, let's start and let's make a trend analysis along with an online monitoring system with an online DGA. But rather than going for an extremely high expensive multi-gas, we take these two, let's say, key gases, which we think are the most critical gases, H2 and CO, which happen in case of an electrical fault or a thermal fault mm -hmm. over there. And he agreed to install these. And at one time he called me and I said, okay, look, and he said, thank you, Oliver. It was a great idea. I said, I have to thank you giving us the chance to make this project together. And so I said, no, that was not what I was meaning. I was saying, I really had an incident right now. I really had an incident. I had a sudden increase of H2 value. I acted mm -hmm. accordingly, took an oil sample and we could prevent a severe damage on the transformer, which was, I mean, the root cause at the end, which we figured out was partial discharge over there. Mm. So, but I mean, as a matter of fact, is, um, so the sensor we, was helping him to prevent exactly, a further catastrophic exactly. failure. Oh, exactly. So, I mean, unbelievable. I was, I was happy. I mean, usually you have an endurance. I mean, nothing else it is over there to have an endurance. I mean, also for safety and know the condition. Mm. But in this case, it was really the matter of fact that it was acting and um, he could prevent and he could act accordingly. And he confirmed this kind of philosophy rather than installing one or two multi-gas sensors on a, on a most critical transformers, which is still a good idea. I mean, if you have a certain critical uh, transformers, massive criticality, mm. but rather than to say, okay, look, all the other transformers I cannot equip because the price is too high mm. for me, rather than go and, and make a three-gas sensor over there, install it, and you have the major gases which you're measuring, and in case of an alert over there, you can act accordingly. Okay, so we have the different technologies, so it's still yep. a good idea for here and there when I have massive critical transformer HVDC, sure. for example, yes. to install these, these multi-gas sensors. Mm -hmm. 
But when I am responsible for as an asset manager for five or six hundred transformers, then I still have the option with the DGA free, for example, which you mentioned to install it on much more because of this price benefit, what, what I would gain. Uh, Exactly. Mm. I mean, we talk about a price difference. I mean, it depends on the market, but at least five, six times it is more. And yes, of course, you have advantages with a multi-gas sensor. You can have, a, let's say, a Ford classification. That mm. means immediately you can allocate this, uh, what might be the roof In the cost. dual triangle, yeah. For example, on the other side, uh, when you talk a transformer fleet, and you, you mentioned it, I mean, energy demand is increasing. More and more transformers are installed, um, needs to be installed. We have a decentralized power supply. Uh, that means more transformers needs to be installed. And if you would like to equip those with intelligent sensors, you have to find sensors which are also, also uh, let's say, um, attractive from the pricing and gives you on the other side the same assurance and same advantages by knowing these two major key gases are measured and giving you an early detection and an early warning in case of a possible failure. Mm, makes absolutely sense. Is there from your side any advice or a hint what you could give mm. asset managers, service managers around the globe? What I can tell you is like the, the feedback what I get from them when we talk mm. with these different, because they, they a lot of them know already what they're doing. And and what I see as well as a certain trend as well to know the actual condition of the current to know the actual status of the of the transformer. Mm -hmm. I think this is the this is the most important thing when you when you start um, implementing certain monitoring systems over there. You have to start from a certain basis, knowing look this is the condition, and then based on that um, um, knowledge, you start then installing it because. It's different when you have a new transformer, you're installing an online DGA or you're installing it after uh, 30 years because then the transformer has a certain eldering process over there. You need to know the condition because otherwise a certain guessing might be there. So that means you have to have a certain basis. It can be individual, the condition. Eh? Yes. Maybe yeah. same manufacturer. The one is indoor, the other outs, outdoor, 100% yeah. loaded. The other one just with 80. So I really... Yeah, just to understand it right now, you mean the individual condition of the of individual the condition of the individual huh? transformer. Once you have this, and and you have a let's say you implement a certain um, mm -hmm. asset management strategy over there, I think, um, and this is what I get as a, as well as the feedback is one of the one of the let's say starting point, the major uh, let's say where it gives you the best benefit already from the beginning is an online GGA over there. Mm. And um, more and more, let's say, digital sensors or let's say intelligent sensors you can install over there, extending, for example, even bushy monitoring. Mm. Um, and you can you can make those, um, let's say, existing um, sensors like uh, oil level, um, um, oil temperature. Um, you can make them intelligence in, in terms of that you can have everything transmitted as well via a protocol, for example, to know the condition You can even you can even retrofit or you can even monitor an onload tap changer. Huh? Even 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 there it is possible. So with different possibilities. Mm -hmm. If it is a moisture sensor, if it is a DGA sensor. So each individual asset has a certain, let's say, possibility of extending and retrofitting. So the conclusion for me would be then first, I should know the individual condition mm -hmm. of the transformer. And as a starting base, I have the op option for the DGA sensor. Yeah. There is a different technologies available. Mm -hmm. If I'm responsible for a huge fleet, I have the option to invest with the DGA3 sensor because I can install it on five transformers compared mm -hmm. to a multigas, which I can then from the same money install only on exactly. one. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is a very good hint. Mm -hmm. And good to know that we, we have to know the individual condition because this can be very, very different around the globe. 
I think I gained a lot of information today, a lot of interesting insights. So thank you, Oliver, for, for coming today and give us, give us a lot of interesting insights, I mm -hmm. think, especially from that project, which you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a pleasure to have you here. To our followers around the globe, thank you for watching our podcast. Leave a like, leave a comment. If you have any questions or suggestions on, on topics, reach out to us. Specifically for the topic, you can also reach out to, to Oliver. Thank you very much and stay tuned for more updates from the power behind power.